Welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it is a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real-world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan. I'm the lifelong fan who's familiar with all aspects of the franchise, while Ed here is familiar with Transformers, but wasn't really something he took to when he was younger. So thanks so much, everyone, for being here. And Ed, how are you doing this week, man? I am doing well. How are you this week? Better, man. We uh, had a little bout of uh, flu good through the house. But we're aces now. We had, you yeah. know, we had we had a similar over here. Oh, but, uh, hey, kids. so um, kid, uh, kids, right? So yeah. speaking of kids, I was yeah. talking to my son this weekend, and he asked me to get him a new water bottle, and I, I was confused because we have seven thousand water bottles in my house. Um, not the one you want. Uh, uh, not the one he wanted. Uh, I was confused. I was very confused because uh, earlier this year he was really big into Dragon Ball Z, or, or I, I guess actually he was. It was Dragon Ball Super, but um, okay, know, close enough. He was he was big yeah. into the Dragon Ball franchise. He was uh, he was ball. He was uh, he was an enthusiast for for uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, so we bought him a Dragon Ball water bottle, and he was over the moon about this, and, and as he should have been, which is it is uh, Sunzu beans in there. What's that? Yeah, so they don't fizz up too much. Uh, <laughs> but see, but see now. He's really big into Demon Slayer. Is uh, is his oh, new okay. you here? So he really wants a Demon Slayer water bottle. And uh, so I asked him about this, and, I'm, and he just tells me he just doesn't like Dragon Ball anymore, and now he likes Demon Slayer. And I know that kids are a fickle lot, and you know at yeah. that single digit ages uh, like that. But that got me thinking about uh, you know stuff that you know as an adult things that you used to like, you know, but but now you've sort of uh, you know you. You visit it now. You've left it behind, and it's you realize that it's not as good as you as you thought it was. But, but yeah. see, the thing I, I don't I don't think that he, I, I think that he just you know burned himself out on Dragon Ball because he watched all of it. <laughs> that's a lot. Like, that's a lot to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. And uh, so I think he was just moving on to something else was the thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but I mean, yeah. Have you ever? Uh, yeah. Do you have any uh anything that anything that, that you at some point you were man? I'm I'm a I, I enjoy this thing. I'm a fan of this thing. And then you know you. At some point, you know, you had a like a revelation. You're like, wait a minute, that's not as good. It's not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> well, um, I mean, you're talking about you know, cartoons and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. or anime. Um, anime. Or I rem- yeah, we'll we'll let's you know, okay. Well, let me sidestep that completely. So when we were younger, you know, um, my brother was a huge Conan the Barbarian fan, and I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I liked it a lot, but it wasn't. It was the movie that came out when I was younger was Conan the Destroyer. Man, and I thought that was great. I watched the thing. It came. It was one of those things that came on like HBO in the afternoon, like every afternoon for a while. Right. We had right. HBO, and I was like, man, I could. I, I knew that that movie by heart. And you know, years go on, and you go back to it, and you're. I, I. It came on like I don't know, AMC or something one day, and I watched it, and it's terrible. It's real bad. It's real, real bad. It is. Yeah. It, it's. But, it, know, it is. Barbarian it, pulls it, up. Oh, the Carl the Barbarian is still fantastic. Awesome. That's a that's a aggressive. Destroyer was terrible. It. Yeah, Destroyer. Yeah, I, I don't know, but you know, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't even know that it was ever good because every time, well, even when I was a kid, I saw it. I was like, ah, I just want to watch Conan again. It was okay. Maybe you didn't think it was good. Maybe you were a uh, more enlightened child than I. But uh, I, I mean, it's also, also same thing with um that whole time had a lot of these movies coming out. You know, God, another one that was awful. But had a lot of um, had a lot of I guess young young teenage like late um, you know single digit years uh, hype was uh, Red Sonia, and um, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that came on TBS every afternoon or all the once time. a week. Yeah, and like I watched the thing, and my brother I remember he came in the room one day and watched. It. He's going like, "Yo, oh, you watching this again? This is bad, and it's terrible. It's worse than Conan and the Destroyer. It is. It is very bad. It's really um, bad. Speaking of TBS and yeah. uh, movies that that I thought was were really great when I was seven, and I you tried to watch again later on, you're like, "This, this is a match. How did I ever like it?" Beastmaster. Beastmaster oh Beastmaster used to come on every day. Like every Kodo, day Beastmaster Kodo. was on. You are thieves. Man, it was so. I did have ferrets when I was a kid. Ah, uh, see, there. Everyone wanted a ferret then because it was Kodo and Poto. Yeah. Um, yeah, that they, those that's a horrible movie. 
Oh, it's um, it's bad. Yeah, um, he, Beastmaster uh, what, Two what, is even worse. But oh, I, I never watched him. What was the uh, the actor's name? Um, he was in um V, I think. Also, he's in all this little uh, straight to um TV or whatever miniseries uh, that were like sci-fi or fantasy. What was his name again? That would be Mark Singer. Mark Singer, that's right. Yeah. He looked Do like not... he belonged in a uh, one-hit wonder uh, 80s hair metal band. Oh, yeah. No, he did yeah. look like he was. It, it would have been like a German band, too. And, uh, <laughs> but, but hey, kids, don't meet your idols, because that dude is unsavory uh, these days. Yeah, um, I've got a few I've met that, uh, that are the same way with me. I'm not going to go into it, because um, I, I don't want to alienate anyone. But uh, um, we'll just say uh, Hercules. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Oh, he! Oh, I'm, he's probably real good friends with Mark Singer. I'm um, sure he probably is. But you know, I, I've uh, I, I've touched on this in the past with Voltron, um, and I, I've yeah. spoken enough about Voltron. I don't want to touch on that. Any, I'm done well, talking about Voltron. But yeah. I, I'm about to slaughter a sacred cow over here, though. And All I, right. I am I am going to say I'm going to bring up Fight Club. What you're not a like, angsty twenty year old, bro? Okay, so that was something that when I was like twenty four. You know, I, I went and saw it in the theater and I walked out and I was like, man, that is profound. Like that means something right there. Dude. That is a, that, like there, there's layers and layers of things going on with this. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm walking out of the theater. And I'm like, I know something that all these people don't do. You know, and I, I'm, I'm like, man, I felt much cooler than everybody because I had seen this. And now I'm I, I'm awakened and, and all this. And You're the um, only guy in that theater understood this true message, bringing down society. That's the only reason. Exceed. Well, people, the people that hadn't seen it yet, you know, like I'm walking yeah. out and they're walking in and I'm like, I know something you don't know, dude, I'm in the club. Brother, um, you don't know what you're about to hit. Uh, so, <laughs> so like, you know, I'm 24 and I go out by the book and I'm like, I'm all into Chuck Palahniuk and I'm like, oh, this guy is the best, right? This dude just gets it. This dude is just like, he's just visceral. And, uh, you know, as things go, it fades a bit and, uh, you know, you realize it's been like 10 years since you've, you know, watched or, you know, read it or whatever. And you go back and you're like, Man, what was I thinking? Like, this is the most pretentious piece of trash I've ever seen. And oh, yeah. and the thing is, I don't even I don't even know if it's just Fight Club itself or if it's how people that grabbed onto that movie and decided that some kind of a manifesto. Like, <laughs> that's like, exactly a lot of people, what a lot of people, There's a lot of people that, that, that did that. And uh, I mean, and, and I think people that idolized that movie as some sort of like mission statement completely missed the point of Fight Club. Like. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think on the surface area, they're like, you know, they they see like, well, you know, nowadays, you know, it's it's hard to um, own a house. It's hard to get ahead, and, and there's there's this top percentile that you're down here, you'll never be there. That sort of thing. You can look at it that way, but in in, the, in a way, yeah, I, I there's so much more of a message there. But honestly, we it kind of you lose it as we get older. Like, yeah, I kind of felt that way when I was in my twenties. Now, yeah, it's it's a, it, to me. I liked watching the whole like, you know, switcheroo, but now you know the secret of the movie. There's no there's no big reveal anymore. It's like watching the uh, is it the uh haunting of the hill house. You know the big reveal. It's not as interesting anymore to watch. Um well uh, to an extent sometimes, yeah. I mean there's there's movies that have a twist like the prestige that I, I think I love better. that. Uh, yeah, I think they, I guess better the more you watch it. But yeah, uh, that's, that's just me. But but I'll, I'll say though, um I, I usually have a different phenomenon. I'm not gonna go into it because we don't have time, but um I usually have a different phenomenon where I think something's good mm-hmm. and then after a while I'm like, oh no, 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 this is this is this is bad. And then but then at some point down the road. I reflect even further and then I come to the conclusion that no, actually this was good all along. Mm-hmm. And I just needed, I needed a little bit of time to away from this thing. Oh, or, yeah. or maybe there was just a period of time where I was just an idiot and, and I, and I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, I, so uh, yeah. Um, but I can I, talk I, about those things that there, there, I have a thousand examples of that. <laughs> I can talk about that all day long. So um, I'll, I'll be honest with you though. Um, with that, that whole example, um, going back and rewatching the original series from the, from the beginning, there are some things I thought it was gonna be a lot cringier. I think that's gonna come in season two, but honestly, for the most part, I'm just enjoying the ride of this. So it's I, I got to the point where I thought the coolest thing was younger. When I was uh, teenage years, I was, I wanted this kind of edgier stuff. You wanted then I, I saw this the uh, series that came on Netflix, the uh, War for Cybertron series, and that mm-hmm. was so melodramatic. And everyone's everyone's very serious. They sighed a lot, and they don't understand how the war is tearing this world apart. And I go back and watch this. I'm like. I like this. I like some episodic fun things that you still have a serious tone to it, but it's not so melodramatic. God, that kind of stuff just grates on me. 
Did, did you, um, was there a time that, that, that you ever just thought you didn't like Transformers? That you were just like, eh, uh, just, well, like I'm, I'm done you know, with that. Or, or I mean, I, like, I know that your interest is kind of, you know, like waxed and waned, but was there ever a point where yeah. you were just like, no, actually Transformers is bad. Like, were, um, did you ever come to, to, to a point like that? There were, there was a time when I was probably like, I don't know, 13 or 14. And I, you know, you grow out of it. Like you, you, I was like one of the last kids I knew of who stopped, you know, wanting that kind of stuff. And then I, I think I, um, I was like 16 or whatever. And I, I got a friend of mine to, um, he, he had a blockbuster card. I did not to rent me the uh, Transformers, the movie, the, uh, the mm-hmm. one that we haven't watched yet. And uh, on VHS from blockbuster and I loved it. I was like, Oh my God, this is fun. This is great. I, I, you get that kind of feeling again. Okay. Like I understand I'm good with this again. And uh, he was, he kind of made fun of me, but he, he was, he was cool about it. He's like, Hey, did you enjoy your transformers? Like, and then I did. And I had a, I had a old old VHS camcorder and I didn't own those legal copies. You know, I only own like four or five versions of it now, but I mean, then you couldn't do that. So I like copied oh, you the camcorder, you know, VHS player got my you, own. Wait, wait, you you filmed the TV or no, were you no, actually? No. Oh, oh, I was it didn't, like, have, like, didn't have one of the right protection things inside the camcorder, so you could hook it up together. Okay, oh, I, thought, I thought you made pulled like the like the man, dude's I was, right. a, I was a like, pirate. Like, like pirate. well, like you, like you ever you ever see like see like a Japanese bootleg from back in the day where there's like oh. it was just like a dude with like with a, a camcorder and a tripod that like my first version of a hero was uh, was that and I oh, was really. Like, that really, actually, uh, yeah, like yeah, I used, I used to trade tapes with uh, someone who uh, who was uh, had lived there for a while, and they would have the same kind of stuff. You're just like watching, going, "Okay, you're not, you're listening right. a lot of clarity because it was already bad enough clarity. Right. It was it was <laughs> rough. You see, you get up and walk through in front of the camera, and you're like, yep. "Wait a wait a minute, wait a minute." Yeah, hey, but yeah, but anyway, hey, uh, fire on the mountain. I don't, I don't yeah, have a, I, I couldn't come up with a segue for that. It's one really none. Yeah, it, it would have been real real hard, but. Uh, I'll say uh, this though. Um, I I linked the um in our Discord. I linked the original script from the Sunbow Archive, which, by the way, everyone listening, um, Sunbow, the uh, the company that does animation for all uh, this GI Joe and a lot of other shows, um, released the archive of all these scripts with like handwritten notes and everything on them. So then when they change scripts, they're scanned in and they're in the Sunbow Archive. You can look at all the scripts for all these shows. Yeah, That's it's really awesome. cool. This one, they still you're using the name Jetfire. Just like they talk, we talked about on Fire in the Sky. Right, right. Okay. They they changed it to Skyfire, but everything everything is as referring to the character is written as Jetfire. So oh. that was kind of interesting, though. Um, but yeah, That's man, it. we we start out with yeah. villain music. Oh, oh, oh before oh. that, this is a, this is a Douglas Booth episode. Oh, another, nice. another uh, I'm sorry, Baron Douglas Booth. Dougie I mean, Booth. We've we've covered extensively in the mm-hmm. past, and I don't want to talk about him anymore, I'm except for the fact. Well, is is yeah, it's Barony. Um, but I did find another show that he wrote called Roswell Conspiracies: Ooh. Aliens, Myths, and Legends. I've heard of that. It's on like the Discovery History Channel. One of those two. That's what I thought too. Because Ooh. I was, I saw that, and I was like, oh, that just sounds like one of those low rent, uh, like a- alien autopsy, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, show, like, like X Files cash in shows from the nineties. Because there was a remember there was a billion of those things oh, out dude. back then and everybody awesome. had, had those things like the real alien autopsy um <laughs> but no 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 this was an animated series that ran from 99 to 2001 really? so it was it was like x-files for 12 year olds that's kind of cool I, it is and i'm totally fascinated by this and i and huh. i, I kind of want to see it so uh but anyway yeah so we, yeah. we start with, we start with villain music and- dougie booth say so, yeah we start with the villain music Da-da. it's almost like the cobra music Da-da-da-da. um it, it, it is and so we have uh we have um we have brawn and trailbreaker driving and the actually no before that you have starscream and thundercracker coming in low over this like foundry or something like that and then you like power, i thought it was a power plant at first but yeah it was uh, i guess it was i guess we come to find out it was a foundry so uh, yeah i think yeah, it was foundry yeah it looked like a power plant though you would know um so yeah you have brawn and trailbreaker who is i i swear is this still the chris christopherson of the autobots Maybe I'm just spinning my flywheels, but those jets look sickeningly familiar. He says, he he recognized those slimy contrails anywhere. Yeah. Slimy contrails. Yeah. This this dude's awesome. Um, So, uh, yeah. So they, they, they they break into this or so. Yeah. There's a little fight and they, the Decepticons break into this foundry here. And you can tell these guys are power plant workers because they're not dressed like spark plug and spike. They're not wearing yellow boots and, and, uh, and white t-shirts. Um, they don't have a foreman either. <laughs> no, like, yeah. a, a, nobody, there's no union rep in this place. And uh, I don't see any mustaches in here either. Oh, um, yeah. So they're in there grabbing steel and their I-beams. And uh, 
Thundercracker sounds he Thundercracker sounds like the only union member in there. No earth made steel is strong enough. He says something it has this um accent, is not it's not right. Almost like he's like Pennsylvania steelworker accent. I can't quite get it right. But yeah, he has his his accent is his way he talks is is you expect him to be wearing a hard hat and you're like like walking on steel beams and a skyscraper above in Manhattan yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he's like he's got one of those old school metal lunch boxes or something. Oh, like that. dude, totally, totally. Um oh and so Braun breaks out with a steel dad joke. He's like he uh, I, I was taking notes. What, what did he say? He now? was like um Send along the lines of us. Oh, they're not. They're not uh, something. They're stealers, and I do mean steal. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm actually really digging Braun this episode. He's fun. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get to that in a bit. Yeah, yeah Braun was real cool in this one. Um, so they they leave, and uh, Starscream reveals that he's had these chest missiles the Dude, whole time. He's got like a, he's like a, yeah. He went he went total like armored Veritech on it. Yeah, and this was great. this was really this was cool and good. But then he he also makes some bad jokes and blows the white <laughs> the house down. That's what I call bringing the house down, <laughs> like Starscream. But he says it with, with the super cool, like Cobra Commander voice. Because it is him. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like that. I like that <laughs> a whole lot. And then, yeah. So we cut to a a pyramid. Oh well, yeah, Incan uh, like pyramid. Incan pyramid. A ziggurat, I believe, is the yes. A ziggurat uh, is correct. Um, the uh, so man, Egyptian lover is just like running his mouth, and I can't understand anything he's saying and he's got this cool device on his arm where he's like getting readings of something he's got, like a, tricorder. He's actually he's got a tricorder there he does like, like he's like he borrowed it from it's fantastic this was cool he just scans it and then he opens the door and they just walk 10 feet into a giant green crystal so what is it with this show in green crystals apparently two-thirds of the earth is made up of green crystals I and no so idea Dude, uh, so now we're just it's just sealed that the earth's composition is different in transformers than it is in the real world Okay, so, obviously, because if you remove these green crystals, magma shoots out. It's slugging magma. Something bad. Yeah, exactly. Something bad happens if you mess with green crystals. Stop doing it. Just, <laughs> just, just don't. Every time they green crystal, stuff happens. Yeah, so he picks up the green crystal. He's like marveling at it. And magma shoots on a column. It doesn't fall anywhere. It's just shooting up. I don't know where it's going. Was it magma? Was it magma or was it, it just seemed like it was like rainbow energy or something? Some kind of cosmic was, rays were like, like a, it was a, it was a tunnel down to the earth's molten core. Okay. And then like the green crystal was plugging. It was like a cork in a bottle. He pulls the green crystal out and it goes straight up. I, I don't know. I, I, then, yeah, I guess it was magma, but it seemed like it was like Jack Kirby energy. It was like something from it was, like, it was uh, probably like, the like, power cosmic. Honestly. Like, yeah. That like new God stuff was coming yeah. out of the earth or something like that. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm man. I'm, I think of those covers now with that Jack Kirby art. Um, <laughs> this black bubbles everywhere. Oh man, <laughs> Kirk, Kirby crackle. Yes. So they go and take it to the roof where Starscream has built this big. Um, I don't know. It looks like fat can with a little nozzle on the end of it with the steel he stole. Oh, and he really just, bought the, a '50s ray gun. He did. Oh, it was fantastic. But I, and I, the best part about it is all the, that um, that Megatron has to do is open the back up and put the crystal in, shut it again. That's all he has to do, and it works. Yeah, they, uh, they knew what they were getting. They, they knew exactly what they were getting. Oh out yeah, of this, out of this heist. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but it blows up, and I, I guess uh, they needed. Uh, I, so, well, that was look. the one reason they were stealing. They were stealing the steel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for to build this thing. <laughs> but like, why? Let's back up a little bit. Why did they need to steal? These, uh, why do they need to steal the steel? <laughs> because like they have a ship that's presumably is made out of steel also, but like there's any number of thousands of vehicles and power plants and bridges and stuff that they've wrecked that they can just like there's there's girders just laying around and transforming. All right, man. Apparently you're not a, you're not a union man, and uh, the the Rust Belt is important to the U.S. economy. Mm. Come on, man, Pennsylvania. I'm thinking like they're they're thinking union first. Okay. Of course, they're actually getting the steel from Zorn, Peru, I guess. But um, whatever. What was it? What? Yeah, I guess. It, well, I don't know. It's, so, it's South America, Central American um steel. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't so know, yeah, Megatron's uh, trash talking Starscream's frame for the cannon he built out of the stolen steel. <laughs> yeah, that that's the best part. He's just like he's like real sarcastic. But Laserbeak realizes that the Sky Spy, which by the way, um, cut back to this. 
Braun and um, Trailbreaker go back to the uh, Autobot HQ and they tell him what's going on. And Spike is the only one who goes, hey, let's launch the satellite. Let's see what's going on. And they're all like, yeah, good idea. So that's why they keep him around because they have no imagination. I, I guess um, I guess no one thought no one thinks to just keep that thing out all the time. Well, it gets lonely, man. I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so, so Laser Big sees this thing and he's broadcasting back to um to Megatron. Yeah, but you, now, you, you, but now no no no, but now he's changed it up. He's changed the polarity. Now he's broadcasting with parentheses and not with concentric circles anymore. He's blasting parentheses off his head to the left and the right. Oh, I see. But I well, he's got variable frequencies. This is cool. I, I gotta say this real quick. Megatron has amazing aim. He just does like he like dead shots. It didn't even like try to aim it, just like push it up boom, and Dude. shoots the thing out of orbit. It's like, and so at this point, I, I I was like, well, is that why he built it? He just wanted to blow the satellite up. He just built a weapon. Guns, dude. He is a villain. It's a big ray gun. Oh yeah. It's like Ming the Merciless. Ming the Merciless would have a big ray gun. I mean, anyone would have a big ray gun. Doctor Evil would have a big ray gun like this. Well, no, I see. I thought that at that point, to me, in, in my brain, I watched it. I was like, oh, the, the whole reason that he built it was just to destroy that that Autobot satellite, like. He's like, well, all right, well, we're taking care of that. I don't need this stupid ray gun anymore. Uh, so but now, um, he wants it more. But, but it blows up. But now frame. it blows up. It, but it yeah. blows up because the frame is bad. And, he, he's that uh, oh. that that Peruvian steel, and it melts. Dude, so Starscream <laughs> throws Thundercracker under the bus, and <laughs> this is great. So, so Megatron gets so mad, he Back just. Punches- <laughs> He backs into off his pyramid and knocks him like off of like a this is like a five hundred foot tall pyramid. He just yeah. knocks him down, and so Thunder, but Thundercracker, despite being a jet who who can fly falls. And, and can also fly in robot form, he falls all the way to the ground. Like he's just yeah. humiliated. Yeah, and, um, totally. Yeah, yeah. Tim brought that up in the Discord. Like when why do the step the Decepticons forget they can fly? Like dude, they they like it's like the, almost that you got the wind knocked out. Like oh crap, I'm falling. And they hit the ground like, oh, wait, I can actually fly. Let me get back up there. No, no. I think what it is is this. I think that it's performative because like. Oh, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't really, drama it, queens. Well, because like, okay, Megatron just had a, a meltdown. He just had a fit that something broke. Right. Yeah. And so he needs to take it out on somebody. So he's going to he's pretty strong. He's one of the strongest Transformers. Right. Yeah. So he's going to he's going to hit thundercracker and thundercracker apparently is, is tougher than, than optimus prime because he can fall down the side of a mountain and not be oh, yeah. completely destroyed right so he, he's gonna he's gonna take the hit he's just gonna fall down and be like oh yeah it's got humiliated and then he gets up he dusts himself off he's like man yeah megatron really put me in my place and so megatron feels like he laid out some discipline and thundercracker's like all right yeah all right dude, whatever. so what so, you're telling me is they're doing it to make megatron feel better right yeah yeah oh, okay, just, like, i can see that they're just placating his ego is all they're doing. Yeah, I could see that. That makes a lot more sense. They all kind of like, okay, let him, let him have his tantrum. Yeah. Okay, after this, though, Megatron tells Skywarp to the, to watch Thundercracker and Starscream. They're going to stay here and guard the thing. He is mm-hmm. like, puts Skywarp in charge. Skywarp does this little, hey, 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 laugh. He just lets this little, like, he just has a, he heard the funniest joke in his head. He just like, laughed about it suddenly. Oh, cause, you know, you know why? Because he knows that he knows that the second Megatron leaves, eh, that uh, the Starstream is just going to have an absolute tantrum about the whole thing. <laughs> he does. You know, he's like his, you know, he is, dude. Starstream. Like, see, that's what I want to. That's the outtake I want to see. I want to see like like thirty minutes of just Starstream, just like kicking rocks, you know, just have just ha- yeah, just having a fit, and you know, and there's. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's you know like uh you know there's small town Yankee steel worker uh, Thundercracker over there that's you know like sorry dude <laughs> you know I didn't know so well okay the best oh, part about God. this is um they are like three brothers who beat each other up constantly and hate each other they really yeah. are like <laughs> mom and daddy y'all I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them be in charge that's exactly what this feels like it's oh it, it, no. it and like rumbles the kid next door who they always pick on. <laughs> when can I, wait, who can make this show this is the show that i want oh to see. god oh so, man so, so oh we, so so we, we we go to this peruvian village which um we don't know that it's peru yet at this I, I was worried i was like oh man what's uh, we're gonna get some ethnic stereotypes here oh we know. Um, and i wasn't sure i was like because uh, at first i was like i guess we're in central america or south america i'm not sure where we are we get uh we get the old the stock character of the old grandmother who believes that the gods are returning because there's uh cosmic energy shooting into the sky 
<laughs> and then we get the, uh, the the realistic young girl who doesn't believe in the gods and tries to placate grandmother's ego. And uh, yes, yeah, but yet she's also somehow worried about the crystals getting stolen because she knows that they're magic. So yeah, this is why is it she's the only one in the village who looks like she belongs in the uh, the mysterious cities of gold that old cartoon on Nickelodeon. She's got the the big medallion or her head headdress, and she looks like she's the richest person in that village. They all they're all wearing rags. Oh yeah, no, she's totally from like a fantasy novel or something. Oh yeah, she's, uh, yeah, I, it was she real weird. She's like great a, English, perfect, perfect. Despite being in an isolated Peruvian village, um, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was really bizarre. And I was waiting for that to go into some places I didn't really want to wanted to go to, but um, so yeah. <laughs> so we cut uh, we cut to um, oh no, go ahead. No, so, I think we're like right, where are you going? Like we cut to the Arctic. And sideswipe is Jack Henry in the ice, and Wheeljack's hanging out there. This is the two of them up there. Mm-hmm. I okay, so back up a little bit. This was supposed to um, premiere right after um, Fire in the Sky. So like he crashes, and they all like say, "Well, he's he's dead now. See you later." But this right because because they're fishing they're fishing Skyfire out of the frozen lake. Yeah, so this where, actually, where they left him and yeah. The, so you can see these ones all jacked up and like backwards and forwards. But uh, so yeah, we're going like what, three episodes later, they're digging about the ice. Like, all right, man, we, we need your help. So um, I hope you're not dead. <laughs> they take him well, But Optimus Prime said he was dead. He was like, well, he'll, he'll never be dead as long as freedom exists. Was, but, was, was, yeah, I, guess I guess freedom doesn't exist anymore. I guess he's not dead. I don't know, man. Well, he does, no, he does yeah, exist. Sorry. He does, it does exist. So yeah, yes. so they, they, fish him out of the, they fish him out of the frozen lake and warm him up a little bit. And he's uh, he's all He feels fine. He just needs a yeah. little hot chocolate and uh, a yeah. little hot chockey. And he's all, he's all better. <laughs> so and I love it. Like, Will Jack, um, he just uses his like his, what, magnetic shell gun or whatever his most the most powerful weapon on the autobot side right he just like heats him up there you go melt you a little bit he just puts it on low power yeah yeah there you go there you go he's he's defrost setting yeah 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 um (laughs) which we established that it has i think the last episode that that, that it has that so oh cliff jones right that's right yeah Um, so so we go we go back to uh megatron and soundwave and these guys and Braun calls uh, Soundwave a, a dipstick, dipstick take deck, deck, which say that three times fast. You can't do it. it uh, <laughs> that was that was some silliness. That's the um, best scene of this episode right then, though. He rides Soundwave like a, like Slim Pickens on a on a on a, on a bomb oh, oh, into the rock all... wall. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. So, but this is okay. So, there's a big brawl here, and uh, Soundwave's kind of knocked to the ground. He's uh, he's he's prone, right? Yeah. And so, Braun has him pinned down, mm-hmm. and he's sitting on him. Yeah. And he, he's just he's just sitting, just loungily sitting on it because he's smaller than because he, Soundwave's a big dude. He's a he's a bigger Decepticon, and uh, Braun, despite being a truck, is still I guess because he's like a mini robot. The toy is yeah. small, right? I so, think he's that, dense. He's like a, he's like a fallen. He's like a collapsed star. He's like real small, but really heavy. I don't know. Well, he's the strongest Transformer. He right? is. Isn't he the strongest Autobot right now? Yes. Um, I do know. I don't know how I know that, but I, I his name is Braun. And, uh, but so anyway, um, but this reminded me of this weird thing from the age from back when I probably should have been watching this show. Okay. So. I mentioned last week about the guy that lived down the street from me that would mispronounce everything. The guy that said devastor instead of devastator yeah. um, uh, and mispronounced the word astro somehow. Um, but there was another dude that lived in this same neighborhood that, man, I, I mean, mm-hmm. Can we I, can't, I, I can't really put this delicately, man. Like the, the dude was not bright at all. Like, the opposite of the other guy who was who was pretty smart but just yeah. said things he just said things wrong and uh this guy was <laughs> actually not terribly intelligent like seriously one time i was showing him how to play dungeons and dragons and he's looking at his character sheet and, and he looks through the stats like he's like oh strength and, and all this and he asked yeah. me straight up hey what does intelligence mean oh oh like, uh, like we were like like we were oh. probably like we were like 12 <laughs> I was it's, like, oh my god, like, oh, I don't know, man. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the tangent. But uh, Braun's sitting great. on, no, no, hold on, hold on. There's, there's more, there's more to it. But uh, oh, Braun's sitting on Soundwave reminded me of this guy uh, one time. Like we're talking, uh, I don't know what we're talking about. But he goes, "Hey, man, you know how people say that if you get to fight with a fat person, that they'll just sit on you? Well, that's not right. Like they won't really do that." Like, like, what? 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 
so yeah, just keep that in mind. If you ever get in a fight with a fat person, they really they won't really sit on you. Um, it was oh, it was like yeah. some it was like some like measurable behavior. Like he was like it was like like you're watching like Wild Kingdom or something, and he's all like. Oh. <laughs> The See, fat people, person will not sit on you. <laughs> right. It was really, it was really weird. So, uh, <laughs> God, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, that, sorry for, I'm sorry for that. Dumb no, I'm just, I was thinking of that true facts thing on YouTube. The, the large person, when you, when you fight them, they will not sit on you. That is maybe, that, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe people should do that. Maybe that oh. needs to be like an actual thing. So, it was a yeah. kid, so yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so was it was it so Cliff was it Cliff Jumper that was hanging out with Braun here? Was it uh, yeah, Wind, yeah. No, Windcharger? Cliff Jumper, it was Windcharger. Wind Sorry. Yeah, so he ta he takes off, he dips out, and oh, Braun yeah. sticks around and fights Megatron and Soundwave. Like he's a brave guy here, and they're just like <laughs> blab they're they're blasting him, dude. They're mm -hmm. like uh, they're just unloading on him. And Megatron does that cool thing where he transforms into the gun, and Soundwave uses him as a gun. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. I know that, that for for episode after episode after episode, I just I hated on that thing where it was like, oh man, he's big and then he's small and he's you know probably he's changed the size. Now I've I've come to love this whole this oh yeah, thing. like I I love when this happens now. Like anytime somebody uses like, see, you're cool getting thing. converted slowly. It's kind of nice see, to watch. But the the, uh, the way they animated it though, like the uh, the the pose that Soundwave was in, it was really oh, cool. It was like kind of like a, yeah yeah he was it was like kind of a kind of a skewed angle and uh, yeah. you know he had the he had the cool uh, like almost like head on kind of shot. It was real cool. It was real like. Mm -hmm. I like, I don't know, man. They, like, they I really want to. Oh. This is actually, this episode is kind of nice. Uh, they had some not great animation, but they also had some really dynamic poses and really nice uh, mm -hmm. animation styles in this. Uh, it, I, this this first season is pretty pretty notorious for that. So there's some episodes that are just badly animated, somewhere that are great, and some have these just fantastic dynamic scenes like this. Anyway, sorry. No, I didn't think anything was bad in this episode as far as animation goes. It just, I mean, it was it was all right, but nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing was like, wrong, but nothing bad. Yeah, nothing was super. Yeah, nothing really stuck out, but um, uh, somebody gets called a pile of piston dust, and uh, I like that. I like that. Um, <laughs> Glad you do. Yeah. Man, so, uh, Ron and um, Windcharger are, are taken off. They're escaping out of this. They pull this fast and furious maneuver into Skyfire. He's flying, and they, he opens the bay doors, and like you know, I, I can see here like Vin Diesel going family, and they drive into the uh, into the cargo bay, and he locks up, and he flies off. It was the best thing, like. That was great, man. That's gonna be a Fast Furious twelve or something. Oh man, uh, yeah, that, that was that was pretty cool because <laughs> you didn't even it was it was real kind of awkward the way it was uh, the way it was animated, but it was yeah. it ended up being, it ended up being uh, pretty pretty cool. Um, so yeah, and then they, so then they they fly back and Skyfire, but well, Skyfire flies back to the Ark, and uh, yeah. he's even bigger now. He's even huger, like the <laughs> yeah. and, and everybody's loading up on it. Everybody's loading up, and uh, then. Um, God, Somebody, next stop Peru. When they deplane, tell me you saw this. Um, Optimus is talking and he's patting Skyfire on the nose like he's a good dog, good dog, good boy. He's just like patting, like, yeah, you, you did good. Yeah, they're all deplaning. He's over like, yeah, good job. All right, like he's such a good boy. He's gonna get a treat. God, it was really weird. I I couldn't understand. There's no dialogue to explain what he was doing. You know, it was just like, hey, thanks for your help. Pat, pat, somebody, pat. somebody thought it was cool and funny. Next stop, Peru. We are in Peru, and Peru is also a very excellent beverage from France, according to the movie Better Off Dead. Um, so, really, you don't remember that part? I don't remember. Where part. they had the where they, uh, John Cusack's mom had like the dinner party for the French exchange student, and she was making all these French things. So she had French fries and French bread and. She had uh, Perrier to drink, and she pronounced it <laughs> so every time I every time I see that, I think of, I think of that one. And to drink Peru, uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, God, uh, it's been that. Back to more serious things, though. Uh, Megatron and Reflector are pulling some taffy out of a vat and working it in, into in some stuff here. This is I don't know what they were doing with some sticky stuff here. Um, yeah, they were like they were just going right to the foundry this time, pulling the steel beams before they were even cooled out of these vats. And it wasn't even water; it was like goop. <laughs> I don't know. It was like goop. It was, and they were just, they it was stretching gray, it out. It was, it was like gray water, like salt water tapping or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Autobots show up and they smash the wall. They just start wrecking everything. But Optimus, <laughs> Optimus, dude, Optimus Prime, dude, he doesn't, he doesn't he even care, man. And Megatron through the wall. In truck mode, though, he just rams him, dude. He's like a, 
He's like a dude. Uh, oh no, I don't want to. Where, no, I'm, wait, I'm where, where, where was so. this Optimus Prime this entire series where he just barrels through Megatron through the wall? Jeez. Megatron's like he is like what, what's going on here? It's like oh my fusion cannons are over there, but what happens? Braun goes up, drives over top. He steals, he steals his neck. He steals his cannon. He's fusion's cannon. <laughs> And, but see, but here's where it gets weird, though, because O'Bron has the, is it a fusion cannon? Is that what it's called? Fusion cannon, yeah. Fusion cannon, okay. So yeah. he, he, shoot, he shoots Megatron with his own cannon, which is, you know, like, that's an ultimate insult, man. That's like, um, that's, that's like in, like, D&D when you, like, steal, like, a the dude's sword and you kill, you kill him with his oh, own yeah. sword, yeah. Ultimate um, de gras. But, but it doesn't even hurt him. He's, he's like, it, it hurts him, like, a little bit, but he's just, like... He just gets up and he's like, all right, don't you ever do that to me again. He's more, his pride is, is hurt more than anything because his <laughs> yes. own gun got used against him. But see, here's the thing though. So we've established that Megatron's cannon is like possibly the most powerful Transformers weapon in all of the Transformers uh, as it were so far. As, yeah. uh, so like, far yeah. along, along with uh, Optimus Prime's cannon, um, uh, this new thing, and also Wheeljack's blaster. But only, like, only when Spike's holding uh, um, Optimus Prime's cannon. The only time is that oh, powerful. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Anyways, so, but Megatron is tough, man. Yeah. If he can, he's, he's or, or, or you know, maybe it's this though. Maybe it, um, in order for it to be so powerful, it has to be hooked up to him so that he can draw on his. Like he's got that like reserve of power that makes him. He's, he's got, got the like, touch. He's got the touch. He's got the power. He's got the power. The power. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Spike's cruising around in um uh in Bumblebee and he picks up this uh the Peruvian girl. We see her back again. Oh yeah. He grabs her outside the door and just yanks her in the car. Yeah. He, he, he uh, totally like yanks uh, her into uh, he kidnaps her. Yeah, he didn't yeah, just her, though. Nobody else. Why is, else. why is she at the foundry? Why, why is she hanging around there? the foundry? I in was her, just like, about to ask that. In her mysterious cities of gold outfit with her like holy her like yeah, jeweled headdress. headband and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she looks like she's she's like the she's like related to um Haji from Johnny Quest with that jewel on her forehead. Oh man, you you're telling me you don't remember the mysterious cities of gold? I do remember that. I do remember, okay. but it didn't leave as much of an impact on me as Johnny Quest did. Johnny Quest better, was, yeah. was a good chunk of, See, of what I watched. Don't you don't you bad. That didn't make an impression on me though. Really? Yeah, oh, it man. really didn't. I mean, Mysterious Cities of Gold, I used to watch it. Was it was a, such a serialized, great continual story on Nickelodeon when I was young. Huh. It's a really good. I've watched some YouTube things on that since. But anyways, that's another tangent. But uh yeah. Anyways, yeah, so. Uh, but uh, uh, he Megatron gets so pissed off, grabs a back, and he's pissed at Braun. <laughs> he's mad. He's, he's real, real mad. mad. He's gonna blow this dude up. Um, so yeah, uh, at, at some point, uh, I think it is uh, laser beaks flying around. There's a in, but he makes the Tie Fighter sound. They use the Tie mm -hmm. Fighter sound mm -hmm. here again. But here's what's funny though is when I typed it out, um, uh, whatever I was typing on autocorrected uh, Tie Fighter, Tight Fighter. So fighter. like uh like dude that's tight that fighter is tight 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 oh, bro that's a tight <laughs> so fighter megatron radios skywarp he's like come here i need your grabs on this alloy to take back with you and starscream flips out he is so the... mad that dude. he has megatron's asking skywarp for help but you know Skywarp isn't in a, in, a, in a fight with thundercracker you know the, the back him off the uh, pyramid so yeah he, he'll go so Skywarp, Skywarp, yeah, I mean Skywarp's cool though, man. He's a he's a cool guy. Best color, I think, of the bunch. Best color. Black, black and purple is a very eighties color scheme. And, oh, uh, I very yeah, much approve yeah. of that. So, yeah, very simple wave. So. so leaves Thundercracker and Skywarp together. But you know what happens though? You got Skyfire shows up at the pyramid and starts creeping up the steps. You know the most open spot of the whole pyramid. He's going to creep up the steps with his gun out. He's too big and, to, to sneak around like this. That's oh, a, what was a quote. I, I that was one of my outgoing quotes like a few episodes ago. Yeah, from, from Fire in the Sky. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah, finally got to it. Yeah, there you there you go. But Thundercracker sees him. And he is so he talks about Starscream being this geek that he has to deal with. He calls him he's, a geek. He calls, he calls him a geek. Him, he he, he, he did that to rumble during Fire in the Sky. Uh so yeah, anyways, he uh he sees you know, Thundercracker, so he makes a little backhanded deal with Skyfire. He's like, hey, you know, if I, uh, if I, you know, let this happen and Skyfire blows up the cannon, then it, you know, it'll be on Starscream. And Starscream's like, oh, you're making deals behind my back, huh? I'm going to have to, 
I, no, he's sorry. He shoots Skyfire first, and then he like blackmails on a cracker. One shot, yeah. One shot, I, dude. I'm realizing the Skyfire is really not well armored. He goes down one shot easy. He is like he's got like paper mache armor or something. I don't know. I guess all of his points are in like flight. Yeah, probably flight. Maybe uh, his size and flight. Yeah, is yeah, he strong? He, is, he, is he a strong transformer? What's his tech I spec like? Really you got, that. You got uh, tech I know spec he's around? very intelligent. He's very fast. Um, uh, oh yeah, good well, yeah he's, a, he's a scientist. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I guess he um he's he's this uh he he put his um he's got what was it from um God what this is from Palladium S. SDC, oh, SDC, SDC, so yeah, yeah, yeah. not MDC, right. MDC. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He so he's got real low, uh, real low armor. They takes okay. him right out one, one shot. Fair enough. And um, then he <laughs> blackmails uh, Thundercracker. Like, yeah, well, we're gonna give this to me, or I'm gonna tell Megatron what you tried to do. Dude, Knowing that Starscream would have done the same thing. Oh no, he absolutely would. Yeah. Um, Starscream's real mad about being called a geek, though. Yeah, he, he was not happy about that at all. Like, because um, he is one. Because uh, yeah, he really is. Yeah. Um, Megatron uh, uses his uh, his fusion cannon to cause mm-hmm. an avalanche, and uh, so once again, the Autobots decide the best way to deal with it is by boom, shoot, shoot, shooting it. So we're we're back to the whole thing with the Autobots shooting natural disasters. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever yeah, works, yeah. but you know, but they, they, save, they, they save pebbles. That Right, they they save that little village though. They save that. Uh, they do. Vivian village, so and you know good, they but... they make they make really good soil for uh, growing grapes. It was very um very you know, very porous, um very rocky. Good job. Yeah. yeah they, suddenly, the Peruvian village makes grapes and world class wine. But <laughs> anyway, sorry. Can you yeah. name a good Peruvian? Recommend me a good Peruvian wine. I cannot because there is not one. Oh. Because this is all make believe. Oh. Okay. Now Chile. we can get. Let's get into Chilean and Argentinian. And we'll talk. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, make, make the, the the Autobots just belay waste to the uh, the um, the mountains, rock slide, the whole top of the mountain coming down, pretty much. Oh, just leveling this whole place, dude. This is yeah. like Sim, this is like Sim City, where you're just like oh, you're just like chopping the tops off the city of mountains, so, so you can put a little you can zone that for residential. So we cut back to um, Spike, Louisa, and Bumblebee driving through the pyramid. Did they give her a name? Well, I don't know in the script. She's Louisa, so I mean, I, I did not catch. I did not catch. That okay, I read the script beforehand, at, so yeah, her name is Louisa. At, okay, okay, all right. A so, very Peruvian name, obviously. A very Incan name. In fact, my notes here say so. The Peruvian girl who still does not have a name is really concerned about Bumblebee. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you this. Is Louisa? All right. You're welcome. Well, all right. Well, that's invalid. It's the rest of my notes. So, uh, <laughs> done. We're here, guys. Called here. Yeah, we're done. All right. Yeah. All right. But Ravage is following them. They don't, because Ravage is, is what, what does Ravage do? Stalks quietly. He's like a ninja. He's like, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a jungle cat. You don't know he's yeah. going to be there. He's cool. Right? He's very cool. But where is all this magma? Oh, sorry. Where is all this Jack Kirby cosmic energy going? Because it's shooting straight. It's still, I have, I have no idea. it's still like shooting straight up. Black bubbles are coming off of it. Um, the new gods are showing up. Their uh, Silver Surfer is uh, is using the power cosmic. Everything's happening right now. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 total chaos. Uh, <laughs> but so Megatron forms a new cannon, but it's purple steel this time. So that's when you know it's better. It's it's villain yeah. steel, and he is a really bad shot now. He can't shoot anything. He's like uh, popping off shots left and right, trying to hit Autobots, and they're not even trying to dodge. He's shooting everything around them, and uh, <laughs> there's, there's a Trailbreaker calls him a Megathong. That was really weird. Um, so I, something I, else I noticed uh, noticed here though is this weapon that Megatron has. It's got like old school circular iron sights on it. It's like oh, a, yeah. like a reticle, or it's just, iron, it's just like sights. a metal thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I mean, you're, you're a robot, and you probably have some crazy cameras for eyes and a computer in your brain. But now nah, we're just going to use some World War II like anti aircraft <laughs> tracers in the sky. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, come on. The, the original one had this, and Starscream apparently built a great, great cannon, but had bad steel. So. Megatron doesn't care. He's just going to build the same thing, but with purple steel because that's a better steel. I don't know how it is. Maybe he fired at a different temperature. I don't know. By the way, Braun is my hero. He doesn't. He doesn't just like punch. He leaps at people's faces. 
This is great. He's like mini me. He also you, you're like here. I could I wouldn't be surprised to hear him go and grab on some of his face and start punching him because he's so, great. He's so awesome. Huge fan so, of Braun this episode, dude. And so he goes like Skyfire shows up and he goes Skyfire. All right, this, this was cool. And then <laughs> and then uh, then there was some trash talking and he goes, "Ain't no one calling me a robot chicken." And so, <laughs> so so Braun. See, and I was trying to put my, my finger on what he sounds like. And, and at this point, it just dawned on me that he sounds like one of those 1980s wrestlers, but not oh, like, does. but not like Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair or whatever. No, like, he was like, like he was like the guy who shows up at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Right, well, see, yeah, he's like Hillbilly Jim or something like or like a guy that was probably like a truck driver. that oh, was just yeah. a wrestler for extra money. Like one of those guys that my dumb friend from earlier, like, yeah, he called these guys plain dudes. He, which, this I, I guy mean, would show now, up. In, in a unitard in a trucker hat. Right. Yeah, exactly. He would just have some some regular name. But, but yeah, so my buddy. Called, so my buddy called him plain dudes. Like now I know they're called jobbers. But um, Bobby mm-hmm. the Brain, uh, Bobby the Brain would call these guys ham and eggers. I like that. It is very Bobby the Brain. It is. That's well, so Bobby I, I never, the Brain. I never understood the whole thing. So as I was making notes, I was like, I wonder if that's a real thing or if that was just some Bobby the Brain thing. Apparently, it's from boxing. Really? That's a boxing term. Yeah, it, it what it means is a poor boxer who would only win enough money to pay for his meals. That's kind of cool. Some, some I really miss his Bobby the Brain Heenan days. Yeah, Bobby the Brain. Those, cool. those were good, good days in wrestling. I miss that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, that's that's cool, cool little factoid. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Skyfire shows up just in time to blow up the cannon. He just like Megatron's getting ready to shoot. I think it's Ironhide and Optimus Prime on the side of the pyramid. He's like, ah, oh, he's got him in his sights. He's gonna shoot him. And Skyfire shows up and bam, 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 lays weight waste on uh, those guys. It just does a like air to air to surface attack, blows up the cannon, and Optimus tosses Megatron off of the side of the of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Once again, yep. playing up to the camera. He, he can fly. He just forgets. I don't know. He, pre- he, he press land. He's press landed too. He did the uh... oh. He did the, like the Road Warriors, uh, like press slam. He did. That was great. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so that's kind of the end of the episode. The uh, Septicons fly off, and 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 I think it's like Thundercracker and Sky Starscream are really just they're just complaining. And, Starscream um, has a had a headache. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he had, he had like, a headache. He was real bad. But then Megatron goes into this tangent how he wants to be avenged again. This is the second time he's wanted to be avenged, and I don't think he fully grasps what that word means. He does not understand the concept of a being avenged. I don't think you understand the, the, that what that word means. No, not um, at all. Yeah, that, um, yeah, they actually he says this great line and he goes, and they call themselves Decepticons. Yeah. It was like, you know um, what? He's he's disappointed in them. He's just he, really, disappointed. he really is. He's he not really mad, is. he's just um, disappointed. Yeah. Um Wheeljack uh invented a manhole cover to uh, cover yeah, the thing up where the thing. That's why where the uh, put a manhole cover on it. Put a manhole cover over the over the, the Kirby energy that was coming out of the ground, leaking out of the ground. And I, um, I love it. Louisa goes, Do you think Wheeljack's invention will work? And that everyone's like, uh, like I don't know, uh, man. I don't know. Like uh we'll they, see. They, maybe so, so they're driving off, and so she wants to hook Bumblebee up with her brother's convertible named Juanita. Where is they this live brother living? His village, like yeah. Where did he move convertible this village? Like, who else? Can, yeah, in Peru. Like, what is this guy? Like a soccer player? Is he Pele? Like, what's going? What's going on here? Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know what, man. He he's like the the brother that got away. He's uh he's he's a programmer over in the capital. I don't know the capital. I don't Peru. know the capital of. of I don't Peru either. Is. I, I don't yeah. know my my uh, my stepson to be like. You don't know that. Why would I know that? No, I feel, I feel real bad now. So. Yeah, I know. We should probably research this ahead of time. Like, yeah, I, I don't know probably. why. We never like research anything or do any notes. So, I mean, why, why would we now? Ever. <laughs> Anyways, that's the end of the episode. You know. That was it. That was yeah, it. that was yeah, it. Bumblebee got real excited, though. Though He bent. Yeah, like, he, he, he bent. Yeah, he got like a kind of R. Crumb looking. Oh, he, got, he bent into a giant he smile. Very R. Crumb. I like that. Yeah, it was really, he was going to keep on trucking. That was real, that was real <laughs> bizarre. Um, so yeah, uh, this one was okay. Um, yeah. I, I like that they gave some of the other guys some things to do in this one. Like they gave Braun and um, uh, Windcharger because up until this point, uh, like Braun's had a couple of fight, you know, a couple of scenes and fights. Dude, I didn't know who Windcharger was. I didn't know he was a guy. Yeah, like, he's my first and... transformer. You've told me that before. That's right. I did. I did. Um, 
he's 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 a cool character. They just they just don't use him very much. Um, well, you know, and like Skywarp got to do some things on this one, and uh, he's, he's kind of a <laughs> that was like... my favorite scene though that laugh. um so yeah i guess they were swapping out wanting to sell some different toys for a little while Um, yeah there you go i think that this is really more like a middle of the season sort of episode though this this is something this was kind of like a this should have been like a filler like you know like episode like you know like eight out of 16 or something like that you know 15 out of 25 or something like that and not because it like i know that we're closing in on the end of the of, of season one i think we only have one more episode after this right yeah plague of insecticons really this should have been before the ultimate ultimate doom because skyfire comes back and skyfire is in the ultimate doom pretty prominently so this exactly. should be really uh season um so yeah i mean it was cool uh maybe a, a little repetitive you know it was um tell me kid but... brain what do you think Kid Brain here is going to go three convertibles named Juanita out of five. So middle of the road, like it was, it was good. Yeah. If, if I sat down and watched this, you know, after school one day, um, I, I would have been like, oh, cool. I would have, you know, set up some little, I would, I don't know, gotten some books and made a little Peruvian ziggurat, ziggurat and had a little battle over it. Um, adult Brain uh, was not terribly blown away here, but I didn't feel like it was a waste of time um there just wasn't really a whole lot to latch on to with this one so adult brain is going to go two ham and eggers oh nice out of five two oh well two uh two barry horowitzes out of, out of five two brooklyn <laughs> brawlers out of five uh, coming at you fighting the honky-tonk man is joe <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man Reno Riggins uh, he's yeah, already in the ring he's already in the ring when they come already in the ring he doesn't, even get, he doesn't even get to come out dude Ooh, just, uh, yeah. no, no theme song yeah, yeah man um I'm right there with you this is fun um I I really this to me though was Braun's episode Braun was so much fun he was like he was like a um like an 80s um straight to video action movie hero he was just like the guy who has a few quips you don't know who he is. You forget about it by the time you see the next like, made for TV or three D video movie, but he's fun, man. I, I love it. He just, he just has, he gives no Fs about anything. He just, he was, like, was real cool. Yeah, he, he was a very was good guy. So, uh, right, what, what did you, what did, so what did you think? What did you, what was your, uh, uh yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm going to give this thing, uh, you know, Braun kind of saved it for me. I'll give this three, um, radiant green crystals, a hold back cosmic force out of five. Um, fun episode, honestly. Uh, it was nothing, nothing big about it, but cool stuff. Brought Skyfire back too. We did, yeah, we did bring Skyfire back. He did do yeah. some stuff, but, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah. It, was, uh, it was good. It was good enough. One more episode left in the season. I, I really, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I'm seeing that more people are joining the Discord. You know, that's where we kind of, you know, discuss this stuff. I'll, I'll put show notes. I'll put um, I'm gonna start putting the scripts on the episodes in, in the uh, pin to the top of the um, channels. Cool. And, uh, yeah, um, more people are joining. Uh, we had a someone um, out of the wild join us, which is kind of cool. Asking where he found us, he said he was just looking for a G one podcast, and I can that was very, that was very cool. Uh, the, the Discord is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I, uh, I I didn't really get to engage with it this week as much as I would like yeah. to have, but um, <laughs> I, I did drop I did drop some really funny stories about me getting uh, to go food and some uh, some characters that were sitting a couple of seats down for me when I was waiting for my food to come out. Oh, so man, uh, yeah, you yeah, guys should check too. that out. It was a it was a good time. Uh, um, by the way, I uh, I wanted to drop her quick, uh, Jess. Um, thank you for your uh, patron, uh, the uh, Patreon um, uh, tip for us. That was really cool of you. You didn't have to do that. What? We're gonna still, you know, we're gonna still, you know, she gives us oh, some Patreon. It was really cool. Man, Jess, you're the best. I know, oh, really so cool much. stuff. Uh, so I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, I, I know it's it's not a lot. It's not from a lot from you. Not from a lot of you know, but every little bit. I mean, because that's know, awesome. No, no, every no, just the gesture. I think we comes across that way. We enjoy games with you and like building a little community from the ground up. So, anyways, uh, you said something happened on the Facebook, uh, right during the uh, yeah, yeah while, while we're recording, I got a message yeah. on, on, on the Facebook group, um, from uh, I got named Herbert, uh, and he says, Hey guys, just wanted to drop a quick note that I've just started listening to your podcast. I really enjoy your perspectives and friendship. Thank you very much, Herbert. Um, uh, on one of your reviews, you wondered about the moment where Starscream is flying with Megatron in his gun mode, and if that feature was in the toys, like the whole thing where I was, I was saying yeah. how um, he, he was carrying him on the bottom in jet mode, like a like a, a Veritech fighter 
a Valkyrie Gunpod or whatever. Um, but uh, he goes, in short, no, not in the original release, but yes, in the 2002 Takara reissue of Starscream, where he was burying the color scheme from the animation, they did huh. give him a Megatron gun mode that could clip onto him in jet mode. That's he could cool. also wield him in robot mode, and it came with an extra fist to put on an original Optimus Prime so he could hold him too. I believe Walmart currently has a reissue that features that accessory. And he sent me three pictures uh, of his from his collection here. He's got uh, the box. It's um, number nine, I guess, in that, uh, in that huh. collection. Um, he's okay. got a beautiful example of it. And he's got even got like a little, I, what I think, I can't zoom in very well on the on the picture he sent, I, I think just due to the way that my browser is. But um, I think he's got a really cool uh, 3D printed uh, flight stand. I love those. Uh, those are great. Well, it's it's really cool. He also, um, and this kind of goes back to uh, uh, me building, me talking about building my rebuilding my computer. Is that um, I just now noticed that the picture he took of his star screen is sitting on a um, what I believe is his PC case. But um, so mine is the one that I built has like the like the cool guy like glass window on the sides, and you can see the, mm -hmm. the LEDs and everything. Yeah, Herbert's case is completely plexiglass. Like the whole nice. thing, you can like the, the front, the back, and the, everything is completely uh, clear. So this is really cool. Thanks so much for writing in, Herbert. That was uh, that was really nice of you to uh, to send those pics in, and uh, really appreciate you listening and uh, reaching out to us. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, stick out the Discord on the show notes, by the way, Herbert. Just yeah, please do. Cool engage. Um, I I I got a great um um message from my friend Jim of British Columbia. He I've known him for years uh, ever since uh, Beast Wars, and you know. He was, uh, I knew, I knew him. He's like 15 and he's, he's grown up since then. He, he, he's a, uh, he works for uh filming. He, he, he films, um, sports games up there in, uh, in Vancouver. He does, uh, he's working on, he works on small projects. He films, um, like, um, like indie film festivals, you know, things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Indie, sorry, music festivals, things like that. It's really cool stuff. He was, he said, uh, the, one of the best compliments basically saying like, I feel like I'm hanging out with you guys. And that's really what we want. That's kind of, the, I think the, the whole thing with us, Ed and I have always just been able to hang out and talk. And we kind of wanted to share that with everyone here. So that was the best compliment, Jim. So thank you so much, man. Seriously. Great stuff. That's, you know, that's, uh, you know, to kind of behind the scenes. I mean, you know, you and I kind of talked about that, um, you know, the, the, the podcast that we like. It's, it's you know, there's usually there's ones that, you know, where, where you feel like you're hanging out with people. Like you just around like a living room listening to dudes talk about stuff. Like, like I've said before that, you know, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, I, I, I like hardcore history. I, I really, in theory, I really like that, uh, that show a lot, but it is, it, it's just him reading the script off and it's just him by himself. And it can, it can be a little dry. And whereas, you know, I listened to, you know, another, one of my other favorites though is uh, last podcast on the left, which is just yep. like, just reminds me of hanging out with my friends and like drinking beer and talking about 100%. dumb stuff. So, um, so yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so no, I, that, that's, uh, that, that compliment is, is amazing. A, because it just, uh, I'm glad people feel that way, but also because it, you know, kind of validates, uh, you know, the, the plan that we had from the start. So yeah. yeah so thanks guys. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Um, Ed, you got a quote to take us out this week. Do not forget what you have learned of our past, Rodimus, for its lesson, uh, from its lessons, the future is forged. Optimus Prime. Okay. I cannot wait to get season three. Season three, honestly, I think is one of the best uh, hard-boiled hard sci-fi in a Transformers show. Um, so I just kind of wanted to see where you're at with that. Uh, so anyways, guys, um, Email us if you like, edhatestransformers at gmail.com or more than meets these guys at gmail.com. I'll put the Discord link in the show notes, uh, the Facebook link in the show notes, everything in the show notes if you want to get hold of us. Um, and if you're listening to this audio, we also have a YouTube channel, more than meets these guys. Search for us. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, look at look for us on any kind of major uh, podcast platform. And um, I will see you guys later. Ed, I will talk to you soon, man. Y'all take it easy roll out. All right, man. There we go. See you.